<laughs> Watch your diet. Hello, everyone. My name is Manji, and this is the sixth episode of Avocado and the Honey. Um, today, we're going to talk about vegan food again. And that's only because I've been getting tons, not tons, but a lot of hit-ups for recipes. And I don't know many recipes, uh, little to none. Like, my recipes um, that I get are all from Vegan Gene. So, he's back, y'all. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and today, basically, this is going to be kind of like an audio cookbook. So, for everyone who's been asking me about recipes, or if you're interested in going vegan and don't know where to start, this would be the perfect podcast to start because uh, we're going to share you or share with you these recipes um so you can get that vegan shit started so vegan gene hey what's up <laughs> what's the first thing that we're gonna teach the folks how to cook um uh okay so i guess we'll, we'll start off with the uh some spelt wraps with like some uh spelt wraps with quinoa and like a stir fry inside with like some guac oh cool yeah so for people who follow me on instagram i'm all those food pictures like with the squash and quinoa and mushrooms um is basically the gist of what's gonna go in a wrap just add some avocado so if you want to get like have a to see a photo of what you're gonna be making just head over to my instagram which is at underscore smangy s-m-a-n-g-i-e-e shameless plug there but (laughs) go ahead gene take it away um yeah so i think i think the what i'm about to say like it we did make it one time it's on your instagram right the photos are on Instagram. Okay, cool, cool. All right, cool. But not that cool. So they have, like, a reference to Yeah, them. definitely. All right, so basically... Um, so where do they start? So what... Ex- so first, list all the ingredients of what they're going to need for this particular recipe. Do you have, like, a cool name for it? Um, hmm. I guess... Um, spelt wraps. Spelt wraps with a medley inside. Something like that. Yeah, we just call it that. It sounds wonderful. So, yeah. I, <laughs> I know I'd come up with, like, a better name for it. But uh, the gist of it is, it's going to be wraps, homemade wraps that you're going to make yourself, which Well, is... first, tell them the ingredients. You want me to tell the ingredients before? Yeah, so they can have it prepared. I was going to, I was going to, like, list each, what, like, each component of it, and then, like, each component, like, list the ingredients of that. Because, like, you know how, like, the spelt wraps has its own thing, and then the... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, what, do you start with the spelt wraps? Yeah, yeah, the... yeah. Okay, yeah, so... It's, like, it's the outermost part. So, basically, what he's saying is that... You're not buying these wraps. You're gonna make these wraps yeah, you're at making home. Them yourself. So we can start with spell wraps. Yeah. Definitely. So how do you? What do you need for spell wraps? Okay. So for spelt wraps, um, it's you're gonna need spelt. You're gonna need spelt flour. Spelt flour, which you can find at uh your local health food stores. Um, slightly more. It's not really that. It's not really that much more expensive than like regular wheat flour, but uh. And but you can use it a yeah, lot. Yeah, you can use it a lot. Yeah. You can use it practically anything. You know, it's practically like the same as like whole all-purpose flour so uh you're gonna need some spelt flour some water um some salt some sea salt i use sea salt some sea salt some oil and a little bit of basil what kind of oil does it matter grapeseed grapeseed is probably the best grapeseed or avocado oil but if you can't afford grapeseed or avocado because those are the most expensive i feel like you can use like regular veggie oil i I never use it that's why but what about olive oil I don't really cook with olive oil. But it'll be okay to use it? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think, yeah. I, I remember using uh, olive oil to cook with, um, to cook uh, your wraps one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, the recipe for the wraps are, and, you know, steps steps to make it are, uh, you're going to need, you're going to take two cups of spelt flour. You're going to take three-fourths cups of water. Um, you're going to take a teaspoon of oil, and you're going to, uh, just a little, just a pinch of sea salt and a pinch of basil, and you're going to mix all that in together in a bowl. And uh, eventually it'll become like kind of like a really doughy kind of uh, consistency. Mm-hmm. And then you'll know because it, it'll get like to a point where it does, it's not going to get any more doughy. 
And uh, basically... Uh, kind of like when making like pizza crust or something. There we go. Same thing as making pizza crust. And then uh, basically, uh, at this point, you could you could divide it and you could divide the uh, the big dough ball into like as many wraps as you want. If you want like bigger size wraps, mm-hmm. you can divide it into like four or five. If you want like smaller size wraps because you're trying to feed more people, you can divide it into like maybe seven or eight. The most I ever made with it was like eight. With this uh, amount? With this, yeah, with this amount. So uh, basically, you're going you're gonna, to uh, rip out a ball whatever size you want and uh depending on the size of the balls depending on how wraps going to be and then you pretty much just roll it out on like a, a what's those things a rolling a cutting board or whatever yeah you get a roller and just roll it out so you, you know, need a roller as well you definitely get a roller you need a roller and a, and a, a board to roll it out i did do it um because i don't have a roller so i did it the by you know, hand. yeah that was crazy how you did it by hand. and it came yeah. out great it came out fine yeah. yeah so if you don't have a roller don't freak out you, use you just hand, gotta yeah. put in that you know flick of the wrist definitely yeah um, it's all in the flick of the wrist and, uh, yeah, also, you know, you also want to get your hands, like, uh, you want to put flour on your hands and flour on, uh, whatever you're going to use to roll out the, uh, the dough so mm. it doesn't, like, stick to anything. So definitely, you know, uh, get that done. And, uh, so that's pretty much how you make the wraps. You know, when you do have a, when you do have a, a wrap that you're totally fine with, mm. put on the stove, on, a, um, what's, what's this little griddle? A griddle? Like a flat? A griddle, yeah. There we go. Or a skillet. There Boom, skillet or griddle, and uh, you know, just oil the oil the skillet a little bit. So like, is it like lightly oil? Yeah, just lightly oil the the, the whichever utensil you use to. You know, kind of like it. for my California friends, um, you know, we we often make tacos, so kind of use the same amount of oil as you would to fry a Pretty tortilla. Much. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, just spread around, spread around the griddle or the, or the skillet, so you know it's evenly distributed. You know, put the wrap on there. Uh, it probably literally like. 45 seconds each side mm-hmm. and then boom you know take it right off and then that's how you make a wrap and cool. then do repeat the process for however however many uh you know balls you make from the big ball of dough you get okay or, so yeah. now that the wraps are done what's next so next we're gonna have quinoa because you know a lot of times like i eat spell wraps with you know just regular uh a medley of veggies inside but you know if you want to be more filling put a little bit of quinoa inside the wraps and it makes it like that little bit of quinoa makes it so much more filling yeah. So for quinoa, I cook it, you know, real simple. Uh, one. Does cup. it matter? Cause I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, no, but I went grocery shopping not too long ago, and yeah. when I was meal prepping by myself without you, and mm-hmm. um, I went to go get quinoa. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It came out good. Yeah. It came out really great. But there's so many different different options of quinoa. Right. Okay. So okay. let's talk. Or what okay. Cool. Would be the best. Is um, it just cheapest? Uh. Okay. So I mean, for all my health freaks out there. I mean, the, the best type of quinoa, I would say, is uh, the organic one from either Bolivia, Peru, or Chile. Because that's usually where quinoa actually grows. So, like, if, if it doesn't have that label, like, if it doesn't say it's grown there or if it doesn't say it's organic, if you're that health conscious, I probably would stay away from those. Um, and then, you know, those also, like, different... Are you, did you mean, like, different colors of quinoa? Yeah. Yes, okay. Black quinoa tastes disgusting. Like, it tastes horrible. Really? Yeah, it tastes horrible. It literally, like... It just tastes disgusting. <laughs> so, you know, you could definitely you give it a try if you see some black quinoa. You know, a lot of people look at it like, oh, it's black. That's why I dope. Yeah. I don't agree. It sucks. Usually uh, all things black are dope. Yeah, true. Not black quinoa. <laughs> nah. Well, what about red? Red quinoa is okay. It's pretty good. I red, think I, I used that one last time, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red quinoa is good. different. And I per- personally, I, I, like the white quinoa, honestly, like, and you'll never hear me say white food, anything tastes the best. Because it usually doesn't, but white quinoa actually, like, actually tastes the best. Um, so, so definitely, the world is yours when it comes to choosing the quinoa. Yeah, the world is yours. But if seriously, if you want like, if you're trying to like cook for people and you want them, you want it to like taste good, don't get the black quinoa because it literally tastes like medicine. <laughs> 
It's crazy. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, we got that covered. So when you get your quinoa, you're gonna take one cup of quinoa to one and a half cups of water. You're gonna put it into the stove. You, if you want, you can season it with sea salt and basil. Maybe come out a little more flavorful, um, a little more zesty. Uh, if you have other seasonings that you like, you can totally season the water. Sour up to you. Um, and then after that, you're gonna wait so it become bring. You're gonna bring basically just cook it like rice. Mm-hmm. You bring the water to a boil when it, when it, when it's boiling. Simmer the flame down. Cover the uh, the stove. Cover the pot, and then uh, just let it sit for like ten to fifteen minutes, and your quinoa's pretty much ready. I have a question. What's up? Because someone asked me this, and I didn't really know how to answer. Yeah. How do you know when it's done? Like, if you don't say Perfect. you forgot to set the timer and stuff like that, okay. like how do you know when it's done? Uh, when the quinoa has absorbed all the water, when there's no water in the pot, and when you can see like a little. Do you ever you remember how you cook quinoa and then like the like little rings around it? Mm-hmm. There you go. That's how you know. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's how you know. Cool. There's, there should be like little rings around the quinoa. I forgot what those things are called. Is it be... cool if the quinoa is like sticky? Uh, if it's sticky, you might have put too much water. Oh, okay. Yeah, might have put too much water. That's but what it's I'm okay. It, yeah, it's not bad at all. There's more water. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely one cup of quinoa per one. One cup of quinoa equals one and a half cup of water. That's like a pretty good consistency, I found. That's what I think where I messed up. I water. didn't measure it. I just did my own thing. Yeah, yeah, you probably put like maybe two, two cups of water. Because mm-hmm. usually when I put two cups of water, it comes out more watery. So uh, one cup of quinoa e- equals equaling to one and a half cup of water is definitely like the best consistency. Cool. So, so that's it for the quinoa? Cool. So you got the quinoa down, you got the wraps down. Now you're going to make your regular veggie stir fry. Um, and this is, the recipe he's going to give you is the one where the mushrooms taste like chicken. You want me to get that one? Yeah, get that one. Got you. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people don't understand that the reason why chicken or meat tastes the way it does because this is the way people season it. Because if you ever eat meat dolo, it literally tastes like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, what you're gonna do is you're gonna get you you're gonna get you some oyster mushrooms. For some reason, a lot of times oyster mushrooms aren't like grown in the summer for some reason. But some some places happen. But oyster mushrooms are gonna be like the best, the closest type of mushroom you can get to like chicken. making like a replica chicken. And if they don't have oyster mushrooms, what's a good backup? Uh, regular portobellos. I mean, it won't have, like, that same chicken consistency. Because mm-hmm. remember, the oysters, like, they literally look like chicken after a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the next best thing would be oyster, would be portobellos. Okay. Um, there actually is a chick. there actually is a mushroom. It's called chicken of the woods. It literally tastes like chicken. Just a mushroom without seasoning? Yeah. Like, it has the same consistency as chicken. The only problem is it's expensive as hell. Okay, so oyster mushrooms. Yeah, so oyster mushrooms <laughs> would be like the 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 more the, the more cheaper and like the more uh, you know realistic option. But hey, if you're balling, the recipe I'm gonna give you could totally use the same recipe for chicken of the woods mushrooms, which is a type of mushroom. Or there's another mushroom called uh, hen of the woods, mm-hmm. also known as maitake, m a i t a k e, which is another type of mushroom that's not actually not that expensive. That you can use those, but you know for the general population who you know are balling. Like me, oyster <laughs> mushrooms would be the best thing. Okay. So okay. what else do you need besides the oyster mushrooms? Cool. So you're gonna you're gonna get about uh, a pound of oyster mushrooms. You're gonna cut that up, dice it. Um, you're gonna get first list everything that they need first. Cool. For the melody. Cool. So you're gonna need oyster mushrooms, one red onion, one green bell pepper, oyster mushrooms, red onion, two plump two plump tomatoes, and that's about it. Yeah. Mushrooms, onions, plump tomatoes. I think I'd Pepper. put the zucchini in there by myself. You could know? definitely put zucchini in there. Yeah. You definitely could. If you want to just be like slightly more filling. Yeah, because that was my issue at first. I, would, I don't think I was eating enough, so I always just add. Once you master this recipe, you just kind of do your own thing. There anyway. you go. Yeah, yeah. Like the point of this, honestly, is so like people could like make it and they realize, oh, I could freestyle it myself. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, you could totally put zucchini in there. Okay, so list it one more time. So oyster mushrooms. 
Uh, one red onion, two plum tomatoes, one green bell pepper, and one zucchini. One green zucchini. Okay. So the first thing we do is chop, chop up the mushroom. Chop everything up. Chop everything yeah, up. Just, so, so we're going to use that entire whole onion? The, the whole onion? I would say, yeah, depending on how big it is. If okay. it's like a really big onion, use half. If it's like a medium, regular medium-sized onion, then use the whole thing. Okay. Cool. So everything's chopped up. Chop up everything. Uh, depending on how, a lot of people, like, if you really want that chickeny feel, you're going to cut the mushrooms up to look kind of like, not be too small. Mm-hmm. So you would like kind of shred it a little bit, shred it up. So, you know, it has like the, the strippy feeling of chicken. So yeah, you, you would cut the, I guess you would cut the mushrooms up differently than how you would cut up everything else. Okay. Cool. So when you got that, all, all that down packed, uh, season it with a little bit of grapeseed oil. Yeah, definitely use a little bit of grapeseed oil. Um, or, wait, I thought we used sesame oil, actually. You could use sesame oil. Sesame oil is only, if you, if you want, like, quote-unquote Asian kind of thing. Oh, I use sesame oil for everything. Ever since you bought it that one time, I used it for oh, yeah, everything. You can. You can use sesame oil. I mean, I, me personally, I, for some reason, I've, I've so, like, could, I'm, like, conditioned to think, like, sesame oil is for, like, an Asian-themed dish. Mm-hmm. But you can use sesame oil. Like, you can okay. use, you can, I personally, I cook with sesame oil, avocado oil, and grapeseed oil. Okay. So, you could use one of those three. You cool. know what I mean? You know, kind of spread it, you know, just a little bit, spread it a little bit around the, uh, the pan with all of your, all the cut up, uh, uh, ingredients. Uh, my main seasonings are sea salt, basil is a must, cayenne. Like dry basil? Dry basil, okay. dry basil leaves. Cayenne or African bird pepper. Cayenne is more like available to most people mm-hmm. out here. Um, onion powder, oregano, sometimes thyme, and sometimes coriander. Cool. Corey. So with that, do you, you kind of just wing it yourself? Huh? I wing it. Uh, yeah, if I, if I had to give like an actual like measurement of how much to use of each, I would say two tablespoons of oil, mm-hmm. three tablespoons of oil. You're going to spread that around. Um, One teaspoon of sea salt. Just put a teaspoon of everything. Okay. Yeah. Just put a teaspoon of everything. Put two teaspoons of, two teaspoons of sea salt mm-hmm. and then everything else for one teaspoon. So we put the oil in the, in the skillet and then... We do should we add the mushrooms first? Does it matter the order? Doesn't matter. Just put everything. I'm me personally. Like some some people like to uh some people like to add like put the onions in first mm-hmm. and then cook the onions and then put everything else. I've seen people do that. Me personally, I just throw everything in there, put the oil, put all the seasonings I'm going to use, and like kind of stir it up. Okay. And mm-hmm. how long does it? Uh, do you you'll cook know, that for? You'll know. You know, you could you could totally cook it for like ten minutes as like a like a a, a set time. Uh, but you'll know it's ready because the the water content from the mushrooms and the water content from the tomatoes mm-hmm. will leak out into the pan. I mean, it'll become like really watery. It'll look like a stew kind of. Last time, sorry to go off, but yeah. we didn't put tomatoes in that stew. We didn't. That's why it didn't you come did up. a puree. Did you did like a tomato puree. Right, but remember that was um oh, that was yeah. that wasn't with the chicken I one know exactly actually. What you're about. Okay, but okay. we also didn't late say squash. Are we gonna put squash in this? Yeah, I did. Remember, I said put squash in it. What kind of squash? Zucchini, green zucchini. No, I meant the the kombucha. Oh, the kombucha squash. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, because remember, there's you could you could have two options. You could either make guac or you could make squash. Okay. So, so after we say this one, let's give the other option yeah, of the squash too. Most definitely. Cool. And I'll, I'll also give because I like the squash. It tastes like a uh, like sweet potatoes. Sweet potato, yeah. I'll also give uh, the tomato puree. Okay. Because you could, uh, I totally forgot to mention, you could either, you could either like chop up the plum tomatoes, put it in the stir fry, or mm-hmm. you can make it tomato puree and it'll become kind of like a tomato sauce. Okay. And then you can do that, uh, whichever one works for you. But yeah, as, as far as how long the stir fry, you're going to leave it in, um, it, as long, you know, you'll know, you'll know, you could, you could say 10 minutes as like a base time, mm-hmm. totally fine. Or, uh, you could, uh, just wait till the, you know, the water content starts to leak out. You know what I mean? It becomes like really stewy kind mm-hmm. of because the, the water 
put the mushrooms in the tomato or mix with the oil. Do you need to drain it? You should. You... you should because you don't want your wraps to be all soggy. Yeah. But usually, like, you know, a lot of people have, like, the, the scooping yeah. spoons that has, like, the, yeah. The, so the holes in them. Yeah, so you definitely, definitely don't want your wraps to be soggy. So, you know, when you're pouring into your wrap. I usually don't drain it. But I, I have that problem with all really? the juice leaking. Yeah. Okay. It's still good, though. Whatever works. Some people like they shit soggy, honestly. I mean, I don't like it. So I eat it fast, so it won't be soggy. Cool. That's fine, too. <laughs> but now that the stir fry is done, uh, what's cool. next? So, okay. So, what's next? Uh, optional, uh, like I mentioned, if you want to. So, like- right now, we're going to go into all the different options. Cool. So we're gonna give so, the yeah, agua, the guacamole, guacamole option, the squash option, okay. and the tomato puree option. Tomato. There we so go. basically, when you make this, um, or you just choose which one you want to do. There's actually another one. Or you can do it's like mix kind it of like a mustard slash cheese kind of thing. You let's, not, let's not go there. Too much? Because I didn't make that yet, so I, I can't really, <laughs> I can't co-sign it. Right, you cool, know, cool, cool, cool. that's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, it's you know, there's also the option of instead of putting instead of uh, using putting plum tomatoes in the in the stir fry mm-hmm. slash sauce. You can make a tomato pesto sauce, but with that you need more plum tomatoes. I would say you need like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. You know, put it in a blender, blend it up. You don't want it. You want it blended, still chunky. Think like chunky salsa. Yeah, chunky salsa. Cool. When you blend it up, put on the stir, put on the pot, put a little bit of oil. I would say like a teaspoon of uh, grapeseed oil or avocado oil, a teaspoon of sea salt, two table, two teaspoons of basil. Mm-hmm. Mix that up. Heat, uh, put the stove on and, you know, kind of let that sit there until, like, it becomes, like, a real, like, a ruby red kind of color. And then once once you have that ruby red color and it's still chunky, mm-hmm. turn it off. And then you have yourself a little tomato pesto sauce. Easy. And then uh, that's optional if you if you want, like, a side sauce to put in, on your thing, mm-hmm. on your wraps. Side note, when I did, side note, when I did make mine, um, I used, uh... <laughs> Both squash and the tomato puree. You did? I yeah. did. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, let's go into the squash. So squash. Uh, kabocha. Kabocha squash. You can, very, you can use different squashes. Me personally, my favorite is the kabocha. Kabocha squash. I believe it's spelled K-O-B-O-C-H-A squash. Like you find like regular stores. It's like that pumpkin looking joint that's like green. And I learned when shopping for it, you can either get a whole one. Yeah. Or, or get, a half one. Get a half one. A half one. Yeah. A lot of times you'll get a kombucha squash and it'll seem good. But then when you cut it up, it's not right. Or mm-hmm. it's not like ready. It's ready to be cooked, but you won't get like that nice flavor. So what should people look for when getting the squash? Like how would they know if it's right or the not? The more orange it is, the better. Okay. That's, yeah. Like, if, if it's, like, a light yellow, and it's kind of, like, you'll know. Like, because you'll, if you go to, like, a, a supermarket, you'll see, like, which ones are, like, more orangey, and mm-hmm. which ones are more, like, light yellow. The more orangey, the more, like, it'll more flavor it'll have. Okay. So, yeah. Get that. Uh, It's a bitch to cut. To, to it's not off. that bad, actually. It's I not. did it by myself. Your, your cutlery is banging. A lot of people <laughs> don't have that cutlery. A lot of people knives is trash. So, you can't say that. Like, me like, I'm used to it, but a lot of people's, like, other utensils, like, just don't do the trick. Okay. So, yeah, unless you want to, like, spend, like, you know, so much money on, like, a good cutlery, you know, set. You know cutlery. What I mean? It's going to be, it's kind of going to be a bitch to cut it up, but it's, it's very worth it. Yeah, so, get your little arm workout in. Yeah, get definitely get a little arm workout. So, you're just going to, you're going to peel it off. I usually just take, like, a, a, a meat cleaver mm-hmm. and just, like, skin it off. Yeah. And but you're look, dramatic. I'm yeah. You'll know when you buy it. <laughs> yeah. like, you'll know. I'm not Yo, you're so dramatic. I'm like, you do not eat that big ass knife. I'm telling you, your color is banging. I'm telling you. Like, all right. All right. So uh, you're gonna skin it. You're gonna take out all the seeds. Uh, you're gonna cut it up. Uh, and then you're gonna. You can. I found that it, instead of instead of like boiling it with a ton of water, mm-hmm. you can steam it with very little water. Oh. Yeah. So steam it. 
Um, you're probably gonna How see- would, would, you, would you need like a steamer? Can you do that without a steamer? Yeah, use a steamer. Uh, I mean, I, I do it the hood way. I use like a pot. You know, like the little strainer kind of things. Mm-hmm. You just take like that. Like strain rice and stuff? There we go, yeah. I just, put it on top? Yeah. You can, For how long? Um, how long does it normally take? I would say 15 minutes, but oh. I would definitely check up on it. Like, once you can put your fork through it easily, like mm-hmm. your nose ready. Yeah, that's what I, because my friend asked me um, how to make it, and I kind of just like, you know, just <laughs> cut off the skin, take out the seeds, and boil it, and I yeah. just told her to basically cook it like potatoes. Cook it like potatoes. Like you're making mashed potatoes. Way. But if you want to save water, uh, steam it. You yeah. can use like one, like one-fourth of the water you would use to boil it. Uh, so when that's done, you're going to take it out, drain all the water, you're going to mash it up, and uh, you're going to add, I would say, a teaspoon of sea salt. You're going to add some agave syrup. Oh, I didn't. I've never yeah. had agave. You add I agave. just did it with the salt, and it tastes great. Yeah. Now, so, I mean, optional. You can totally, you can totally just do it with the salt. It'll taste yeah. fine. Yeah. Because, you know, when it's ripe, like, it already has a lot of flavor in mm-hmm. it. But I feel like they, like some people have kind of, like, a little bit of sweet tooth. Like, that sweet and salty kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, add, like, I would say maybe a teaspoon of agave. Add some basil. Mix all that up. And boom, you have a massive promotion squash. Cool. That's supposed to like mimic, I guess, sweet potato. It's it it's really good. Yeah. My friend Noni, hey Corral, shout out to Noni. Noni. She's a great photographer, a, by the way, y'all. Add Marasad Bunny on Instagram. That's a <laughs> yeah, but she um I had told her to make it, and she's she's really picky. It took her a while to get on the healthy kick, but she tried the squash and she approved. So that's how you know you should try it too. Word. That's dope. So um, the next is the the guacamole. Yeah. So the so the squash, unless you unless you trying to do it big, and you want to put squash and guac on the uh, yolo. Oh yo, yeah, cool. But uh, I usually do one or the other. Mm-hmm. So you know you have the option of putting. Um, you have, if you're really hungry. Yeah, you have the option of, but trust me, like quinoa wraps and stir fry, like that's fine enough. But yeah, yeah. Now, I gave you the option of t- a tomato pesto sauce. Mm-hmm. You have the option of a. Uh, Kamocha squash masked up, mm-hmm. and you now you have the option of guacamole. It's okay. very simple. Take like two or three, two or three avocados, right? Cut them up. You know, peel out the actual avocado, mash it up, add a little bit of avocado oil or grapeseed oil, add some sea salt, some basil, some onion powder, some cayenne pepper. I would say. Why you really go in? Yeah, I would say like a teaspoon, like half a teaspoon of all, all, all those seasonings I just listed. Mix it up and you have some guacamole. Or if you're lazy like me, what you can do is just get a half avocado and just slice that thing up and put it on top of the wrap. Like, in, after you put, or like, the, the vegetable melody yeah. in and put everything you want, just take a half avocado, slice it in some thin yeah. slices, and just lay it on top. That works. That works. And you save calories if you're trying to lose weight, so. Do you? Yeah. I just did a wink, you guys. It just winked at you. You save calories. Because all the seasonings and stuff. I, I'm pretty sure there's okay, no, right, no okay. calories in most seasonings. All right, I'm, that totally makes sense because I'm thinking like and the oil and all that. It's literally just avocados. Fresh as gonna get. True, true, true. Yeah, it's the most raw as you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much the whole the whole meal. Like you got your wraps, you got your quinoa, you got your uh veggie stir fry, you got your tomato pesto sauce optional, you got your uh kamocha squash mashed up, you got your guac, and then uh go nuts. Cool. So that's, so that's basically the base of everything that I make. So much. even the and my me too. I've been eating that same shit for like a year. But you can manipulate it so much that, like, every time you eat you it, it tastes get, different. And you never get tired of it. I was like, originally going to give the recipe for that Japanese dish that I made, but I can't really think of all the things that I, I use. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to remake it, and yeah. I'm just going to record it and do a video and put it on my YouTube channel. So totally you guys should just look out for that um, if you really want it. Um, do you have another recipe that you want to give? I do. This one takes so much less time. Oh, so perfect. this is going to be my cocoa bread recipe, which I came up with. Uh, so basically, what? Okay, because I just want to talk about this really quick because I didn't know what cocoa bread was before I moved to New York City. Can you explain what cocoa bread is for people who don't know? 
Uh, I'm Caribbean. <laughs> I'm not Caribbean, so I'm probably going to give like a horrible explanation. But uh, It's a Caribbean type. It's a, Is it a dessert? I'm going to say it's like a Caribbean... I don't know if it's a dessert or not. Because they, they put it over beef patties. They do. Honestly, like, I don't know. Like, it's just like... I don't want to give the wrong Like cornbread for... Caribbean. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly gonna say that, and I hope like that's a really. Good, I hope so too, y'all. Really don't hate me yeah, if word. it's not. If if it isn't, please just educate me. Yeah, yeah. Like, Let me know in the comments. But I don't want a Caribbean. Like that's not what it's for. Like I don't. <laughs> but uh, I have had it before, so you know. It, I'm I'm gonna say it's like the equivalent of cornbread in the Caribbean. I'm just gonna okay, say cool. that's what it is. Okay, so how do we make this cocoa bread? So my yeah, okay. So my corn cocoa bread is uh vegan cocoa bread. Yeah, vegan cocoa bread. Uh, it's pretty simple. So basically, you're going to take one half cup of spelt flour. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to take, you could you could use either one fourth cup of agave syrup or use one fourth cup of coconut sugar. Okay. Coconut palm sugar, sorry. It'll be more sense to make it, to use like coconut palm sugar because then it's like actual coconut, coca, cocoa bread. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, one fourth cup of cocoa palm sugar, coconut palm sugar, which is a way better health alternative than regular, uh, white sugar or regular uh processed sugar mm-hmm. way better so i know honey isn't vegan but i still eat honey right would you be able to use honey in this recipe instead uh we'd have to try i've never used it okay i wouldn't know because I, no, I feel like i don't know because i feel like honey's way more thicker than, it is than syrup i don't think like do you do people like cook with honey like is that like a thing i put honey in everything well okay all right. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll definitely to find be out. To be continued. To be continued. Yeah. So uh, you know, you got one fourth cup of agave or coconut palm sugar. You're gonna have one fourth cup of grapeseed oil. You're gonna have one and a half teaspoon of baking soda uh, to make it rise. If you don't care for it to rise too much, and a lot of people are like, don't really like using baking soda, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. You don't really need baking soda. Baking soda is more to like make it rise and make it slightly more puffy, but it still tastes good without it. Okay. As a matter of fact, it tastes more like bread if you don't use baking soda. If you use baking soda, it tastes more like a cake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is, could be good. Which, yeah, could be good. Add some honey on top. You got dessert. Most definitely. Uh, so, you know, it's so one half teaspoon of baking soda, one half cup of water, one half teaspoon of sea salt. Then you're going to take one teaspoon of vanilla extract or chocolate extract, whichever one works for you, uh, allspice, and ginger. So one teaspoon of vanilla or chocolate extract. That's the liquid. Make sure you get the organic one. Uh, and make sure when you do purchase, like, your... Vanilla or chocolate extract. There's, there should be only two ingredients. It should say like uh, extract of vanilla or extract of cacao, mm-hmm. and it should say like alcohol or some shit like that. Okay. So only two. If you get if you, if you're seeing something that has like more than that, it's probably go. You should definitely opt out for like the organic one. So yeah, one teaspoon of vanilla or chocolate extract, uh, one teaspoon of allspice, and one teaspoon of ginger. You're gonna mix all that up um, along with everything else I listed. It should come out to like a nice, nice little bread consistency and uh you're gonna oil your bread pan mm-hmm. you're gonna put it in there or you're gonna kind of distribute it uh pretty evenly so it doesn't come out all sided you're gonna pre- uh, before all this preheat your oven to 350 degrees and then uh, when everything's ready slide in the oven it should take about i would say 30 to 40 minutes in the oven i think 350 degrees is mm-hmm. a really good definitely will give you a good consistency um as you know if you if you start to use the recipe more and more you can totally like uh edit the time you leave it in there to see like what consistency you like because mm-hmm. obviously this is like this is a recipe i came up with that works for me but you can totally tweak it to make it you know what i mean taste good for you but uh 30 to 40 minutes at 350 degrees in the oven should work out fine cool. um if you do want if you want like a more 
like more uh if you want like a bigger bread i found out that you could actually double this recipe mm -hmm. and you could get more bread okay so, so yeah. if you really like cocoa so bread. if you really like cocoa bread you want to feed more people or you want to feed yourself more <laughs> everything i just listed double everything the only thing you're not going to double is baking soda you're going to leave the baking soda the same thing so remember if you want to double the recipe for you know double size cocoa bread double everything i listed but baking soda stays the same one half teaspoon or what you, what you can do, you could actually not use baking soda if you do double the recipe. Okay. So, you know, you have that option. So, uh, yeah, uh, take it out the oven after like 30, 40 minutes and enjoy. Cool. Well, we're only 30 minutes in, so I say let's do maybe like a, a pasta recipe. Okay. And if we have time, we could probably do, because we just actually made uh, chocolate cake and banana bread for a, or for a potluck for Melon NYC. Shout out to Siobhan and Jasmine. Hey, girls. Um, so we could probably go, <laughs> we could probably do a pasta recipe and maybe let's do the banana. Banana bread recipe? The banana bread. Okay. I like. So let's do the pasta. Okay. Should we do like, um, cause you did make the pasta for me in which like the, it was like spiral noodles and, yeah. um, the squash. Right. But that wasn't, it was really thick. Like it was good. Which one? But it was that pasta. Okay. And I liked it, but I don't think it would be popular. Okay. So let's do, do like, do like a like spaghetti type pasta. Do you feel like it was the uh, the actual pasta we, the kamut pasta we used, or do you feel like it was the squash that made it thick? It was definitely the squash. Okay. But it wasn't like... Yeah, squash with pasta, it seems... It was of, interesting. It seems excessive, yeah. Yeah, um, but um, let's do like a... I mean, I I guess I could do the recipe. I had made a... Do you not... Do you have a recipe for pasta sauce? What do you mean, like a tomato pasta sauce? You would just use the same tomato recipe I listed earlier and just mix it mix that in with the pasta? Okay. Yeah. And so basically for a pasta recipe, you would do this almost the same exact thing. So you would still do that vegetable melody mm -hmm. that he explained <laughs> said to you. Melody. Medley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Melody. Okay, so you basically <laughs> so basically you would do that same thing. So the vegetable medley. Yeah. And um yeah, so you would see I'm I'm not good at this. You just tell another recipe. Alright. Uh I'll now I'll just I'll just uh continue on the uh pasta so basically i feel like with me personally you know, i'm an alkaline vegan so i only use certain pastas i only use spell pasta i only use kamu pasta what do you think about the class when i made pasta i think it was like a spinach it was like a green pasta noodles okay and it was like i think it said it was, it was like all green things so it was what like I, kale spinach and um, like i think it's better than like regular wheat pasta honestly Oh, so wheat pasta isn't a great option? Nah, I don't I don't mess with like wheat anything. Okay. Doesn't so get it. the green pasta. Yeah. But like I said, I don't want to sound bougie. So like you know you some are. people No I'm just kidding. Yeah, probably. But you know, <laughs> some people like they used to wheat pasta. So Yeah, like, that's all I used to eat. Yeah. So like you know what I mean, like whatever whatever pasta you could find, like this recipe works for all types of pasta. You know what I mean? But it'd be best to get Yeah, like you want like a spelt healthier or green. Like a healthier alternative, like spelt or kamut. Or you know, like certain like green pastas like made out of like spinach or whatever. Because like, I didn't see any spelt pastas there. Well, not the grocery store. It, like that, that was, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I went to Food Bazaar. Okay, yeah, you And yeah, yeah. the green one was as good as it was going to get, so. Yeah, whichever works for you, honestly. So, okay. yeah, just uh, find, a, find a pasta you like. Um, you know, usually they have the, the ingredient, the recipe on how to make the, how to prepare the pasta. Yeah, so just so follow those instructions. Follow those instructions. The tomato pest, the tomato. Uh, so let's list everything again. So for, for the. the tomato sauce? For that and for the vegetables and stuff. Gotcha. So with this, I liked, I added, um zucchini for sure definitely zucchini because just for like sure. i like a lot of things in my in my pasta and because there's no meat like i like all the other flavors to right. fill me up more i totally understand yeah so i put like i i, I had bell peppers i had green bell peppers red mm -hmm. onions i had regular ass mushrooms it wasn't an oyster right. or right. portobello and, and uh, most likely it was portobello 
No, sorry. It was like the little small The regular little mushroom. Cremini or Baby Bellas. Yeah, one of those. And then I had zucchini. Right. And then I basically, I chopped up like two medium-sized zucchinis. I probably used like two, probably like a half onion, probably less than that, probably like a third of an onion. Mm -hmm. And then I used a whole green bell pepper. Okay. And, um. About probably like a half a pound of, of mushrooms. Yeah. And Seems I did like the same thing, chopped everything up. I used sesame oil to fry it. And I cooked that in a skillet um, while my noodles were boiling. And then um, I used store-bought pasta sauce. <laughs> I'm hissing at her. I was really lazy. And I was like, fuck it. This, these ingredients were cool. It wasn't too much in it. It was like a tomato pasta sauce? Or what? Yeah, it was like yeah. a tomato basil. And yeah, um, you could have made that, y'all. Yeah, I'm sure, but I got shit to do. No, I'm just kidding. But I will. I'll, I'll try. It. I'll do it over. And now, now that you said that, though, I was like, yo, I, I could have. I've never made pasta sauce, so I was just like, I didn't mm-hmm. want to start that day. Real simple. So I tomato, got tomato. My- uh, actually, you know, instead of using uh, dried basil, mm-hmm. it tastes so much more like basil-y if you use like fresh, like fresh basil or pesto. Oh, what's pesto? Basil pesto. There we go. Yeah, I always get like the the double pesto thing confused, but. Yeah, definitely. You could totally use uh same same method of use of making the uh, the tomato sauce mm-hmm. when you you know when it's boiling on the stove. Take like a few few uh fresh basil leaves, throw it in there. Make so you chop up the basil leaves first or leave it? No, just just literally just rip it off the stem, just throw it in there. And if you really feel unhealthy, um, once the pasta, once you like the noodles are done, the the mix is cooked, and you mix it all together while it's still like kind of hot, throw some spinach up in there. Cool. Yeah, definitely. It'll definitely work. I like I like a lot of colors in my food. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's not yeah. enough green, I I like green. Too. Same. Same. So I just throw it in there. Same. It's kalu season. I don't know if you try kalu. No, I don't know. Kalu is like that is. it's like a leafy green that like it's like oh, native to like the Caribbean mm-hmm. and like it's it's out here a lot. I don't know. Like a lot of Caribbean markets, you can find it. I love kalu. Uh, I definitely throw that in like everything. You make like a, a you said kalu. Kalu, yeah. Every time you say it, I keep thinking of kalu. <laughs> Little ball headed boy. Kalu. Caillou. <laughs> Whatever his name is. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I feel like we had this conversation before. We did. And I was like, outside, no, it's kalu. Outside the, it was like it's I, I think we did it like outside when we were walking. Yeah, I was like it's kalu. And he was like, no, it's not. It's caillou. Caillou. Kalu. Little kalu. Little ball headed kalu. But um. Yeah, so you can basically again this little stir fry mix. You can just put it in anything. Yeah, definitely put it in anything. Like you could just go mess with it. Like it's it's like a basis for this is honestly like the foundation to like what most meals are. Mm-hmm. And then you know you could kind of freestyle it. You know, mix up things, see what happens. You know, cool. Take it from there. So. Well, let's go ahead and get into one more. Let's go into dessert. Yeah, was there um, recipe? Okay. Was there another recipe that we were going to talk about? This pasta. There was something else, right? That's good enough. That's good enough. Yeah. yeah. yeah if y'all have other questions, you can let us know. We can bring Vegan Gene back um, and see if he he has a recipe for it. Ladies, I'm single. <laughs> I'm single What's your Instagram? Um, but um, Instagram? huh? Wait, yo, should I actually get my Instagram? We can do that then. We do that then. So later. let's let's go into a dessert. I really have a, a problem with sugar. Sugar is the world's leading drug. Yeah. So know that. um, it would be helpful to have like healthier alternatives. I mean, it's still coconut palm sugar, date sugar. Agave syrup. I mean, I was saying that to say this. Shout out My to Tax Stone. But, um. Is that what he says? Yeah. He'll say some <laughs> random shit and he's like, I say that to say this and it has nothing to do with what he just <laughs> said. Shout out to Tax Stone. Yo, he's so funny. But, um. Man, that dude is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was just saying that to say this. Um, these dessert have, um, recipes would yeah. be helpful. So let's do banana bread. 
There we go. That was what I was going to list. Banana okay. bread. So before I give the banana bread recipe, this is actually uh one of my, a close friend of mine. You met him. Uh, is it okay if I give him a shout out? Yeah. Okay, cool. The world is so, yours. So uh, be- one of my best friends that put me onto the whole vegan thing, his name is Natural Being on Facebook. It's totally Adam. Uh, real cool dude. And uh, so this is this is his banana bread recipe from his book. Um, that, What's his book? He has a book? Yeah, he has like two. There's like a, like cookbooks? Yeah, two cookbooks. Um, oh, perfect. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, give him a shout out. His name on Facebook is Natural Being. He has like... I'll get him on the show, y'all. Yeah, get him on. I'll, I'll totally hook that up because like he definitely should be on the show. But um, he has like two cookbooks. One is like a baked good recipe book and the other one is like a, a, a cookbook based on like sea moss. The sea moss is like really, really good for like health and whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, in in the the baker's cookbook, uh, he has a banana recipe, which is what we just made. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna give you the recipe for that. And this is the banana recipe is actually the basis for how I found out my cocoa recipe. Okay. Because the cocoa recipe is actually spin off of his banana recipe that I discovered by mixing up a, a few things. And I'm like, oh crap, this is cocoa bread. <laughs> so uh, let me just pull up his. Um... Okay, so hit. Okay, so the the, the banana recipe, uh, which is in his book, uh, is it's one and a half cups of spelt flour, one half cup of coconut palm sugar, uh, two to four baby bananas. Uh, baby bananas. Baby bananas. Yeah, definitely get baby bananas. Maybe you could. Uh, you definitely can make banana bread with like uh, regular bananas. I would say after making it right now, it'll probably be equivalent to like one and a third. Yeah, banana. one and a third banana. Depending yeah. on how large that banana is. Definitely. Maybe two. The only reason we use baby bananas because we're like alkaline vegan, so we we you know we opt out for regular bananas. We use like baby ones, but at, most likely use like one and a half, one and one and one third of a regular banana. But his recipe is two to four baby bananas, one half cups grapes, one half cup of grapes oil, one and a half teaspoon of baking soda, and one fourth teaspoon of pure vanilla extract. You're gonna blend all that together. You're gonna preheat the oven for 350, 350 degrees. You're gonna uh, oil your pan. Put the batter in the pan, put it in the stove, bake for 30 minutes, let it cool when you take it out, and enjoy. Boom. That's a basic wow. banana recipe. That was really, that was really quick. Yeah. Well, Great those recipe. are all the recipes we're going to give you today. Um, if you guys definitely fuck with it, let us know and we can do another one. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see and hear that everyone is definitely interested in changing their eating habits and taking control of their health and trying to, I mean, I'm not saying vegan is the only way to go, but it definitely Makes me feel all warm inside to know that all my friends are interested in taking care of themselves now. It feels really good. Especially when I see girls. Oh, my God. I love seeing girls take care of themselves. Yo, that shit is lit. It's so, especially, like, yo, y'all are, shout out to all y'all. When the sisters take care of themselves, man, man. Speaking of sisters. That's all good, though. Let's go ahead and go into, nice little segue. Okay. (laughs) Let's go into the um, lemonade pick of the week. And, um. Lemonade. (laughs) If. You are alive, then you know that the Olympics um, are, it's right now, I'm not sure how long it's going to be going on, but um, I mean, it's, it's really, I feel like it's safe to say that black women are definitely fucking showing out at the Olympics, like making all kinds of history, beating all kinds of records, and it's amazing, so. They don't want y'all to win. Oh, but we win. But we win. <laughs> but y'all win. <laughs> but, um, so this Lemonade Pick of the Week is for all the black women, uh, all women of color, black, especially in the Olympics that are just doing the shit. So shout out to both Simones, to Michelle Carter, to everyone, all of you. Um, I can't list all your names right now, but thank you for showing us and the little girls that this shit is possible. Like, I think it's Simone Biles. Yeah, her story her in particular. That shit just threw me for a loop. Like, she, I don't think, she, I mean, don't quote me on this. I may be wrong. I only briefly read it, so please don't hurt me. 
But um, I, she had a, a fucked up childhood, basically. She had a rough up childhood. She didn't have parents. I think she was adopted. Like, all this shit that basically she was supposed to just be, you know, um, pregnant at 16 on yeah. welfare and shit. But she's 19 and she just, she's the best person in the Olympics right now. She's like the gold medalist. Like, mm-hmm. she did that shit. And I, and I, and that just goes to show, like, no matter what the fuck history, no matter what you're going through, you literally can do whatever the fuck you want. You really can. So do it. Like, the world literally is yours. It I, is. I really want whatever you want to do, do that shit. You just got to be willing to put in that extra work, too, though, to get there. So there that's the only thing. So shout out to all the beautiful women of color in the Olympics. That's just rocking shit, yo. It's, it's really a mindset. Like, you really have to, like, like I, like people, like, girls like, you know, Simone and Gabby, who, like, achieve these. Oh, yeah, and Gabby. Like, I didn't say Gabby. Gabby Douglas, yeah. Yeah. Girls who, like, you know, people who do things like this, like, they, their brains are, like, they're, yeah. like, literally wired to, to just, you know, have this mindset that anything is possible. Because like, once you want, it's, it, I think it's just like, because they want it. Yeah. And they're acting like it. You attract it and it attracts you too. Yeah. So shout out to all you guys. Um, so now let's, are you ladies? I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and go into the love to love a black woman segment. Okay. So we have Vegan Jean here. So Vegan Jean, you can tell me, us, you can tell us what you either love about black women in general. Oh. Or you can say. <laughs> you want to be here for a long time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. Or you can say, um, what do you love about a black woman in particular? So like your mom, sister, or whoever. When did you or, even have this segment? Like, that's what I was asking if you listen. Because it's like, <laughs> it's been going on since like the third episode. It's only a couple. Okay. So, um, yeah. Take it away, Vegan Jean. Damn. What I love about the sisters. Uh, the sisters. The sisters. Well, I mean, my mom is just like a dope example of like, you know, the type of, the type of uh, like, sister that I look up to. You know, she's very... You know what it is? I feel like the the fact that, like, way you guys are able to, like, just withstand, like, so much and, like, still be able to, you know, like, function yeah. is just already just crazy as it is. Yeah. Like, I don't feel... I feel like... I feel like everybody has their individual struggles, but, like, as a collective, everybody can agree on a certain struggle and that is, like, the struggle of the black woman. And uh, the fact you guys are still here and just, like, you know, still rocking out, like, that's just... That's something that no one could really... You can't really put into words. Like, what, how much that, like, means to, you know, guys who actually, like, see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and my mom's, like, a perfect example of that. As far as just, you know, sisters in general, like, not speaking about my mom, just, like, skin. I just love, like, colorful skin, right? I just love that. Hey, fancy. I love everything about the sisters, honestly. Like, especially when they're taking care of themselves and they have, like, a great head on their shoulders. It's just, like, it's really, like, you really just winning when, uh, when you got, when you got a sister on your side that has, like, a great head on their shoulders, so. Yeah. We'll just we'll just leave it at that because I'm not really trying to get explicit. <laughs> well, I fucked with it. So thank you again for tuning in. Hopefully this helps. Um, again, a lot of people have been hitting me up for recipes, and I'm not really great with recipes because I don't know. I just be winging shit. So um, that's the whole purpose of this. So if you can, um, just play it, or you can listen to it. And if you want to do it, get the ingredients, just play it, and just follow it as you listen, I guess. And um, yeah, if you have any um, ideas or if you want to know any other types of recipes, just let me know in the comments or you can hit me up on social media. My name is um, at underscore Smangie, S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E on all social media platforms. Um, where can they find you again, Vegan Gene? Uh, you can find me on IG at uh, allspice.burgundy, allspice, A-L-L-S-P-I-C-E dot burgundy, B-U-R-G-U-N. I think that's how it's called Burgundy. Yeah. Sounds right. So yeah, allspice bur- er, allspice.burgundy on Instagram. And also, if you are really interested in going vegan as a lifestyle, you do have a book out. I do have a book out. A little plug real I quick. I keep forgetting that. Just go ahead and plug it in. Yeah. So uh, I have a book out called uh, The Transition, A Beginner's Guide to 
Alkaline, the Alkaline Lifestyle, I think that's what it's called. I totally forgot the name of the book. Is. But, but uh, it's there. It's there. It exists. Like, if you want, like, a, you know, it's 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 actually, like, a guide to, like, alkaline eating. Because, like, mm-hmm. there's vegan eating, there's alkaline eating. So, you know what I mean? If you want, if you want like, a brief explanation of what alkaline eating is, definitely, you know, hit me up for that book. Or if you want, like, a, something, just, just, like, something to motivate you, book is for you, too. Uh, you know, just hit me up on Instagram for that, or you can hit me up on my email is allspiceburgundy at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. I guess you can have me on Facebook. It's, it's, nah, don't worry, I'll be on Facebook. I don't even care about Facebook that much. Yeah, Instagram or email. Uh, ladies, I am single, please. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? All yeah. right, well, go check out the Instagram, and if he's looking like what you like, then, you know, you got the email. So, the email, or you yeah. can just slide in them DMs. Yeah, that's always fine, too. But yeah, again, I appreciate you guys listening as always. Again, your and also your feedback is always appreciated. Um, let me know if I'm if you feel like I need to work on something or anything. Um, no, I value. You're good. <laughs> cool. Well, you guys have a lovely week. I'm Peace. out.